time has come to relieve that pain, which will be better for me, but not so enjoyable for all of you. The Pain Clinic Pro Wrestling Talk Show. Can you feel the pain? Morning, wrestling fans. Welcome to the Pain Clinic for Saturday, December 2nd. Of course, it's always a Saturday. Hey, welcome to the show. Holidays today. It's National Fritters Day. Uh, man, if I had known, I would have gotten one. I love fritters, man. And it's World Pollution Prevention Day. Uh, the Pain Clinic's brought, and there's no birthdays, by the way. Well, there's no pro wrestling birthdays, as far as I know. Uh, Pain Clinic's brought to you by uh, Salvatore's Old Fashioned Pizzeria, Palmer's Food Service, Donuts Delight, Empire at Culver. Hey, interested in roller derby, want to be a skater, want to be official, want to volunteer in any way, please come contact recruitment at rockderbyrecruitment at gmail.com and join Rock City Roller Derby. If you're into the men's team, it's Flower City Fear, F-L-O-U-R, flowercityfear.com. Always looking for everybody. Welcome to the show today. I'm the Cash Man. I'm joined this week by DC Dan Cole. How you doing, DC? Not too bad, Cash. Good morning. Good morning. And it looks like we got danger getting in here. Danger pants. <laughs> I love that name. Uh, danger, danger boy. He's he's grown up. He's still he's just danger now. What's up, danger? Not, not too much. Just uh, hanging out on another dreary Saturday. It seems to be a recurring theme in these parts. <laughs> Seriously, let me let me see your shirt for a second. Uh, nice. <laughs> It's looks like a sign that you should put in front of the house, right? <laughs> Going around. I don't want to warn them. Yeah, cer certainly. You don't want to. Welcome to. Uh, I'll, uh, I'm sure the artists will be popping in eventually. Uh, we're here to talk world of pro wrestling. I'm a cash man. I got my. I'm wearing some iHeart clothes because it's warm, uh, and uh, we are uh, we are here to talk a lot of stuff. I got a few things that we're going to go over. Probably going to talk a little bit about Survivor Series last weekend. Redebuts of a bunch of people. Uh, some injuries in, uh, in AEW and a lot more. Uh, but uh, let's just jump right into it. Why don't we, uh, last week we had a show and we did, you know, there's a lot of people that said this was never going to happen. And I wouldn't about to say that. I just said it was unlikely to happen. Of course it happened. Survivor series, uh, you know, our truth came back, you know, I mean, who would have thought that, you know? No, <laughs> our, our truth was fantastic this week. Right. Shows up in a uh, Ruffles commercial, I believe, which was a surprise. The whole the whole event was a Ruffles commercial. <laughs> Seriously, but I like when they said to him, "Hey, where'd you come from?" And he goes, "I've been here the whole time." <laughs> he was like doing yeah. uh, 
Dave Batista on Monday. He was, he, yeah, he, he was. was. I mean, he was doing like uh, uh, Drax from uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy when he thought yes. he was invisible, you know. And he's like, Where? he was just moving so slowly. Yeah, yeah, it was, that you could not see him. So, but uh, no, <laughs> you know that funny. All of a sudden, and and all of a sudden, whatever. It was fun, but uh, actually, there's a bunch of people who redebuted. Obviously, Randy Orton, our truth. But the big surprise, Phil Phil Brooks, CM Punk. Uh, it comes out at the very end of the pay-per-view. Uh, and I, the amazing thing was the reaction shots that they used, uh, WWE used from <clears throat> fans who were doing like live commentary on pay-per-views. Have we ever thought about doing that before? You know, just like sit there and have a camera on us while we're watching a pay-per-view. I know a lot of those people who do those make a decent amount of money on YouTube already or Twitch or whatever they're streaming on. But you also, it's just, Literally, the camera's on you. You can't show anything with the uh, the the show, and you usually can't even play the video. So you or the audio, so you can't hear what's going on either. And then people just start yelling. Well, I mean, you could kind a of a lot of over the top yelling. I can say yes. you, you could kind of see in the background a few of them. They were on big screens or whatever, and uh, you could see what was going on. But uh, you could hear the music without a doubt uh, in most of us. But yeah, CM Punk's back. Thoughts. Uh, you know, you know, <clears throat> we did talk about it last week and, uh, you know, at the end of the show, I think we ended the show by saying, if that happens, you know, kudos to WWE, you know, for keeping it as secret as they had and, you know, and, but, uh, uh what do you guys think? I mean, uh, uh, we, it's funny how, how quiet it is from AEW's side, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, well, there's there's reasons. It's called NDAs. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. and while Vince uses his for nefarious reasons, Tony uses his for everything. Any anyone who anyone who's dealt with him in the coming leading up to AEW had to sign an NDA, and apparently, when you're on your way out for bad reasons, you have to sign an NDA as well. So you're not going to hear anything. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. We didn't say it wasn't going to happen, and we and we knew that Punk had been talking with WWE after his firing from AEW when he, which he had no, uh, no compete apparently. He did uh, not have a no. Yeah. So, so he could, he could have went the next day if he had wanted. Yes. But we knew that they had talked, but you know, we also had heard that they had passed, but that's also when Vince McMahon was still there too. Vince McMahon actually was the first name I think of saying bye. Thank you, but no, thank you. Well, uh, we, we had heard they talked, but apparently they didn't talk until 10 days before the event. Oh, that's really? the first time they talked. Well, yes. I mean, there had to be and some sort of... He, he signed the contract the day before the event on Saturday or the day of the event, Sunday, depending on which report you listen to. But there's a reason it was kept quiet. It's because it just happened. It was brand new stuff. I, I know that there was feelers go back and forth. There had to have been. You know, I mean, it's hard to... You know, when you know... so I mean, and Tony Khan's the one who said it all, said, hey, listen... This guy is a needle mover. He is, and he was. And I mean, you can't take that away from him. He moved the needle, you know. He, you know, and so why would WWE let that go by? And they didn't, obviously, you know. Um, you know, it's there's a lot of people posting things in the chat room. That's for sure. It's a little on fire going on right now. But it's like, yeah, of course, Chicago, you know. But and like I said, where else can you bring him back, you know, um, and get that? I don't know who that one fan was, but he got more screen time than any fan in history yelling Chicago repeatedly. Yeah. 
Uh, did you now it came down to the end of the pay-per-view and I had a feeling that it, you know, or the live PLE, you know, live event there. Um, um, I, I didn't think it was going to happen, you know, I mean, as the time, as they were closing the, the pay-per-view, but it did, you know, and it's like, and so now CM Punk and, and the amazing thing is what CM Punk said on Monday, very, very brief statement, really. I mean, not out, but he said, uh, that, uh, he's changed, you know, uh, you know, is that like to, to, to cut, is that for the, uh, the internet wrestling fans, you know, that, that no, you know, no, no, I think that whole, that whole promo was tongue in cheek and it's going to be a heel turn, but we actually have to let it play out instead of just reacting immediately. I think the only true part of that promo was the very end of it when he cut it off Mike when he said, I'm here to make money, not to make friends. That doesn't surprise me in the least. Well, that's, that's clearly what it's all about, considering the last 10 years, Punk has sued WWE, has bad-talked WWE at pretty much every turn. And then when he gets cut loose from AEW, he immediately goes back. Yeah, I think I think WWE follows AEW a little bit closer than you think they do because they did see the needle move when he was there, and so that 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 meant money to them. And uh, you know, we'll see we'll see where it goes. You know, well, I if mean, he came back, it was always going to be money. I, I I honestly, from what I've heard, CM Punk's the one who reached out to WWE, not the other way around. Uh, WWE he put the the proposition in WWE's lap, and Nick Khan took him up on it. And Nikon took him up on it. So it's it's always he just sweet talks the cons. That's that's just how you do it. Sure. But you know, he he did move the needle. He's he's out there. I love that people thought that Seth Rollins was having a real reaction of being super angry when he was being held back by Michael Cole. That's because uh, <laughs> Michael Cole is that big that t- giveaway. Yeah, Michael Cole's that big tough guy, right? We'll remind yeah. Danger Pants that Michael Cole is undefeated at WrestleMania. That's all I'm gonna say. He is, he is. There's a few people who are undefeated at WrestleMania. He's the only announcer undefeated at WrestleMania. So, uh, uh, but yeah, let's talk a little bit about the reaction in there. You know, obviously about uh, right after All In happened and and people had, someone had caught Seth Rollins aside and asked him about what he thought about Phil coming back or what CM Punk coming back WWE. And he went off on a tirade saying, you know, go stay where you are, go away, hide, disappear. And you know he has to keep up with that. I mean, I, I I'm probably believing that that yeah that without a doubt that was a, a lot of work, and they must have known something. But I heard that they brought him in at the last moment, escorted him straight to, right to straight straight to the uh, uh, to the back coming in or what's it called the monster but not monster the uh, gorilla gorilla position. Gorilla. Well, and and he was like, I mean, he was escorted straight there and put right out, and you could kind of tell. It was like a little bit of, uh, you know, he's walking out in bright lights and, you know, and it was like, whoa, surprise, you know, but, uh, you know, not surprised. Yeah, but they also said everyone in the main event knew he was coming out. And, you know, it's Seth was playing up. He did say those comments. Those comments might not have been in character at the time. I know him and him and uh, and CM Punk do not have the greatest relationship uh, from previous times. But at the same time, you know, he's going to play it up. Seth's a professional. They're going to feud together. Otherwise, Seth wouldn't have said anything on Monday. Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 but he didn't mention him by name. He just alluded to, you know. But what about uh, him and Randy Orton doing the little waves? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's not surprising. Randy Orton's he, Randy Orton this week showed more uh, 
you know, emotion in his actual return and everything than he's shown in the previous 20 years. He he was he was soaking it in. He was having fun. That's why that whole thing was he didn't have to take any major bumps in the, the war games, so that's a bonus. But he was having fun. And then before he did his pose on Monday, he almost broke down. So Oh, you're right. And we got up there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, you know, um He also spent a lot of time in a gym. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He made everyone Holy look hell. tiny. I'm looking, I go, I know Finn Balor's not a big dude. I know JD McDonough's not a big dude, but they look like little kids next to him right now. Yeah, yeah. And uh Randy, yeah. Except JD McDonough's head. Yeah. That looks normal size. Yeah, that's he's got that giant skull. Yeah. Uh uh, but uh <laughs> He's like a giant Oompa Loompa a little bit, sort of, kind of, you know. Uh, but, uh, I, yeah, it was. I, I will say, yeah, I was a little surprised. I'll say, say I was a little surprised on the Survivor Series that they did it. But, I mean, when we started watching the show, I go, do we see CM Punk by the end of the night? I'm sitting around there with a bunch of people, and they're all like, nah, he's. I said, I don't know, you know. I mean, with all that stuff they were doing on TV the last couple of weeks, and like you said, if it's only been ten days that since they contacted him before he showed up, or before they any, before that that happened, it's like obviously they were sending out feelers, you know, putting his, you know, his X's up in the back, and you know, using some of his terminology. So I don't know. I is it a bad? Now the question is, you know. AW's run by Tony Khan. I mean, uh, uh, he's run, yeah. And, you know, WWE is a more, has been doing professional wrestling for 100 years or whatever. So, do you think the same things could happen that were happening in AEW, but we just, now it's getting tucked behind the big machine? Um, you know, could it happen? Is there, you know, do you think he's changed at all? And do you think that uh, could know. it happen? Could it happen? Yes. Will it happen? Absolutely not. It's actually a corporate-run company that yeah. has a structure in place that's, <laughs> that's dealt with this stuff before. And there's also talk. I mean, I know Meltzer put it out there that there's certain people who've come over to 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 AEW, including Punk, who thought they were bigger than the company and didn't respect a lot of other people in the company. Yeah, it's a different story in the in, in WWE. You're right. You're right. And he had dealing with people that he views as his actual peers. Yeah. And Punk had a problem with the with the Young Bucks because he didn't think they ever did anything. You know. Uh, no, his his problem with the Young Bucks is they floated that Colt Cabana story out there. That too. That yeah yeah he, they they and also but also Kenny Omega as well. You know, I mean, these guys have all done stuff, just not in WWE. And maybe he thinks if they don't do it in WWE, then they're, they haven't done anything, you know? I don't think he disrespects Omega. I think it's more the Bucks. And in the States, they really haven't done that much. So well, you know, the I, I concur with his thought on that. You know, the amazing thing is I heard the story about uh, Brian Danielson, how he sat on the disciplinary committee and how it he was, was ahead of it and how it was, it was up. It was his decision to fire punk or it was part of the decision to fire punk, but he knew punk would go back to WWE. He knew he wasn't done. And so he kind of, it was almost like letting him go, you know, to, to go do what he wants to do. But it was like, it was in a done in a very respectful way, but I didn't, yeah, I had no idea that, uh, you know, I mean, Brian and Brian, I guess Brian Danielson brought it out in a tweet or something this week that about how he was like, had you know, he was on that disciplinary committee, and uh, and that's he's, he's downplayed his status on that committee. 
because people are making it seem like it was ultimately his decision that he's kind of the head of it. And he's come out and said, no, I'm just a part of many people that are on that. But I'm beginning. The specific story is there was three people that that decision came down to him, the head of legal who is not mega. It's the, uh, the guy who's been working with them more since mega went back to do more Jaguar stuff and an outside attorney. Yeah, and so, but I guess it came down to maybe his decision, or he's the one who had to break it to him and everything. So, but he seemed like it was a good thing for Punk, you know. I mean, he he wasn't throwing. I mean, they could have kept him, they could have you know and buried him and kept him you know off TV and done whatever, but and still paid him. But uh, you know, he, I think that, uh, but but I think Brian Danielson kind of like saw that as a way to. Uh, to get Punk out of the situation he's in in AEW and give him an opportunity to still do something in pro wrestling. And obviously, WWE took him, took him up on it, and uh, there we go. Hey, it's, it's our buddy Brian in the chat room. Bro, long time, bro, man. I still got my T-shirt you gave me. Uh, sorry, I was just shouldn't be talking to people in the message room, but he just posted and saying hi. Uh, but, yeah, um, you know, there's a lot of punk haters, and we know there's one who's not here right now. I was hoping he was going to be here this morning because it was really at the end. It's like he's he's the one who actually gave WWE kudos at the end of last week's show, saying if he does show up, then they pulled the wool over everyone's eyes. Uh, you know, I think the worst part of that whole him coming out though is that they remastered Cult of Personality, and it does not sound the same. Yeah, and a, I do not like the remastered version. It's a little different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that it, when they remaster it, it probably is, allows them not. To, uh, maybe I'm sure they still have to pay for the rights and everything. But yeah, Col- uh, Living Color put it out on Friday before uh, Survivor Series, a you know, remastered version. I wonder why they did that. I saw that. I, I was like, why are they putting out a new version of the song? It's like, hmm, should have been a big clue, I guess, on last Friday. But uh, uh, yeah. So so now we got Punk back. So where's he go now? What do you you say that that was all a, a red herring for his promo on Monday. That's that's what my guess is because I know his time got cut a lot too, because the uh, the Dom and Randy Orton match went long. Yeah, which is fine because seeing Dom get beat up by Randy Orton was fun. What about Jelly Roll? No, no one cares about Jelly Roll. He punched the Dom, about, man. <laughs> yeah. The rest, the best part about Jelly Roll was our uh, truth with the Jelly Rolls in the back ruining <laughs> Judgment Day's couch, yeah. asking how he did in war games. <laughs> our truth was fantastic Monday, by the way. You, you know, you, you you don't realize you miss him until you see him back, and he just got he has to do one little segment, and it's like, oh my goodness, we need that. You know, WWE needs a little bit of levity. You know, especially with this, you know, its seriousness as everybody is about everything, and then boom, some levity. So yeah, but yeah, okay. So he got, did get his time cut. So where does he go now in WWE? Obviously, he's. They announced last night in SmackDown he's showing up on SmackDown next week. I'm guessing he's going to be a Raw wrestler because now Randy Orton, quote unquote, technically signed with SmackDown last night too. Doesn't mean much with the big stars. They float between shows all the time, anyways. You know, they try to make it think it's like it's a big deal or something, but it really isn't. You know, um, but. But what do you think Punk does now? What's next for him? Who do you, I thought maybe for a while, man, if, if if he had been signed to him for a while, then he could have been who Shinsky was talking about, you know, the whole time because he did the go to sleep a couple weeks ago on the <laughs> on the uh, on the ramp, and it's like you know, uh, you know, it could it could have been, but now we find out it was Cody that he was talking to about Monday. So, where do you think he goes, Danger? 
I ultimately I think it's Seth Rollins. I just don't know if they jump right into it because of uh I think they want to build that to Mania. I think that's gonna be those two guys night one of Mania. Unless they've got something else unless Gunther's gonna be in that spot. That's the only other thing I can see for for Rollins being in that spot. But I I think they're gonna build to Rollins. I just don't know what they're gonna do in the middle. What about Drew McIntyre? What about Drew McIntyre? You know? Drew McIntyre is for Royal Rumble. Okay, that's for Royal Rumble. Okay. That's what my guess is. Because uh, I, I mean, I'm liking this new heelish Drew McIntyre. You know, I mean, I I really hope, and I think maybe it's another red herring that they, you know, how they said he hadn't signed and everything. And well, that was another one. They they everyone's like, oh, he stormed out because CM Punk was there. He stormed out before CM Punk ever came out. No, because he stormed out because he lost. There, <laughs> like he said, and there was there was a cameraman directing him when to storm out and when to go up the ramp and stuff like that. So. You know, there's that story. He always just put on a sweatshirt and left. First off, I don't think I'm driving in my my tights like that. Uh, maybe maybe long tights, but not the uh, not the tiny ones. Unless you're going to the hospital, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. On Monday night, but, he ended up in his leather jacket and his underpants. So true, 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 true. true. You're right. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, you know, I, I at least fun. he was wearing underpants under the kilt. I was gonna say there was a, there was a very good outcome considering you know the question always is what's under the kilt. There we go. Uh, I you got an answer for that at least at least that night. Um, the thing about Drew McIntyre too is uh, like he's not highlighted on the Royal Rumble poster, and someone pointed out to him online and on Twitter. He's like, "And this is what I'm talking about," you know. And it's like, so I think that he went with a completely different UK accent. Right yeah, there. it was terrible. I don't know. He's Boy, Scottish. Well, I'm not on the poster. He's Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Tony Khan there. No. Yeah, he like <laughs> Yeah. So he, uh, nevertheless, he, he, yeah, he's not on the poster. He said that's his problem, but I think he signed it. And I think he's going to get a good heel run. I'd love to see him champ again. But uh, so, so you think eventually it's Seth Rollins, but maybe Punk, you know, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, right now we have no idea any direction he's going in because he really hasn't alluded to it except for the fact that Seth Rollins was screaming at him at the end of Survivor Series, uh, which he, well, the rumors of the dream match that, we never got have already started to float too. Yeah, the Austin. For, yeah, CM Punk. Is it Austin? I, I'm thinking Triple H. I heard Triple H as well. You know, but no, nah, uh, that's he can't done. wrestle. Yeah, he's done. Oh, is he done? I don't know. Nobody's ever. I, done. I wouldn't recommend him him wrestling after after his his near death experience. I'd recommend him wrestling less than Ric Flair wrestling. <laughs> Well, Ric Flair doesn't need to wrestle. He just needs to do a couple of chops, uh, yeah, and then he's done, you know? Um, well, apparently, if he's embarrassed me, he's going to quit AEW, so he should have quit a couple of weeks ago. Did you see yeah, – you saw that post from him where he's like, I don't need this. I don't need this, you know? Uh, I had a Christmas party last night, so I did not get to see Rampage yet. Did they cut the line out of his promo? I did. I did you know what? I did not see it, but he did. they did do the promo, but it's like he, he – yeah, I don't know. I'll go back and watch Women it. 18 to 28, meet me at my hotel. No boyfriends, no guys. <laughs> Thank you, Ric Flair. You know why? Uh, you know, the, the oldest ride at Disney World, Space Mountain, it also has the longest line. Okay, boom, boom, boom. Did you think about that, DC, when you were there? Can't confirm. I was thinking about that the whole time. 
when I when I was in eighth grade or when I was in tenth grade, I was thinking about that because there's a line he used when I when I was in like in ninth grade. So, you know, it was like, can't I mean, confirm that was the longest line I waited in. Yeah, you know, and for a ride that you sit pretty much sit in the dark the whole time. You know, you don't get you know once it gets going, you have no idea what's going on. You know, it's like you're just getting shot around and everything. You know, are you saying Ric Flair is not like that? <laughs> I was gonna say so. It sounds like probably what happens in a bedroom with Rick Ric Flair, like they're off <laughs> flying all over the place. <laughs> You hear this helicopter sound someplace. It's like, <laughs> sorry. Oh man, <laughs> gotta do it without your drink. Spit take. Could have been a spit take. <laughs> All right, so uh, so we we t- we covered their punk for quite a bit, and thank you everybody who's messaging in the in the chat room. There. Sorry, just got a little bit. Eh, you know, a little PG thirteen there for a second, which uh, you know, almost got that with Drew McIntyre getting cut in his head. By the way, in the uh, in the uh, War Games match, uh, which but what you uh, you guys you guys both get to see War Games because I'll tell you both those War Games matches were incredible. Um, you know, uh, I, I enjoy I enjoyed the women's one. Why not? You start off with that one. You know, and if, you know, any, anytime you get to see uh, someone jumping out of a, in a garbage can off the top of the cage which I hate to say I called it before the pay-per-view started because it's like, you know, I think the last time uh, she was in the, in a, in a war games match, she put a garbage can over her head and jumped off the top of the cage and she did it again, you know? Um, but uh, what'd you guys think of the war games matches? I, I thought they were enjoyable. I felt bad for, for, uh, or for Charlotte kicking uh what's her nuts in the head. <laughs> That was on the moonsault from the top. That oh, was uh, yeah. Someone, someone, she over rotated. Somebody, yeah, she almost over rotated too much that she would have got hurt. I mean, she almost came down right on her feet. So it was like, yeah, she pretty much dragged her boot across. Was it Eo or Kyrie? It's Kyrie. Yeah, Eo uh, Sky. Yeah, she, just, yeah, dragged yeah, her she boot got across her. Yeah, head. she got kicked in the head and she disappeared for a while in that match after that. But I, I also like what that's setting up because it's. I mean, it's obvious to everyone at this point. Bailey's hair is growing out a little longer. We're going to get face Bailey again, and it's going to be sooner rather than later because she is the one who took the fall, even though she saved everybody. And they're they're going to turn on her, and it's going to be Dakota Kai in charge of that whole group, which will be awesome. Well, if you saw last night, Dakota Kai came out and introduced everybody. So uh, yeah, so yeah, I think that without and I like believe me, I don't have a problem with that, Dakota Kai. You know, they kind of did a little bit of a flashback to when Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai were the last two people in the cage when they did the war games in NXT. And that's when Tegan Knox like destroyed uh, Dakota Kai's knee right at other way around. Oh, sorry. Uh, D- Dakota Kai destroyed Tegan Knox's knee. That's right. And, and like, and she couldn't participate in the match and whatever, but, uh, they brought that up because you think about it, this is only the set. That was only the second women's uh, war games match in in the WWE SmackDown uh, Raw rosters, but NXT had done it already. Um, yes, but uh, and so that so a lot of these ladies actually partic- I mean, Rhea Ripley was in one too. You know, you know, back in NXT. So um, that the same year that Pat McAfee also led the team as well. So, and Pat McAfee did that insane jump off the cage, which I saw him talking about on his show this week. He says, that's one thing he'll never forget about wrestling is getting up on a cage and jumping off, doing a, you know, a moonsault off the top of the cage. And he, um, he, something, which was pretty cool, but, uh, this, both those matches I thought were just gangbusters. It was, and they had a lot of filler in between them, obviously, you know, the filler matches, 
they they built a lot of story into some of the matches. They're they're doing the Damian Priest thing where he's kind of getting a little paranoid as well. I like that they teased the cash in. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I mean, like I said, Randy didn't take many many bumps. He just when he was given moves, but that RKO was awesome. I was gonna say McDonough. he. Well, did you like when they all did the rope one? You know, they did the in sync. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, his uh, off the ropes RK or uh, you know uh, DDT. Uh, I think the timing on the RKO could have been a little bit better because I don't feel like McDonough got protected very. No, much I, th- I think that. I think if anything, he might have got hurt from hitting Randy's shoulder coming. You know, I mean, it, it looked like he came down, oh, like yeah. just flat on his face. That's that's what McDonough's there to do, though. He's he's their bump stooge guy. <laughs> Seriously, and and that 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 was the only thing that was a little missed time. But I mean, even Randy came in last. He didn't. He didn't. He was he was a uh, uh, elder statesman enough that he didn't have to stand in the get ready cage like everybody else did. Well, they were also bringing. You know, he wouldn't have been you know, in there with everybody else. No. <laughs> but they also. I mean, he was the the big guy coming back, and I was honestly surprised with how much of a pop he got because well, that that place went. Pretty nuts when he, he when his music hit. But he took his time coming out. That's for sure. You know, it's like it seemed. You know, they ran his music, and then it's like, where is he? Where is he? And they just took their time. But fun pay per view overall. I don't have a problem. I like the uh, I like the war games matches. I like I like how they do them, and they and then they and the, it that probably takes a lot of work to make those matches turn out the way they do. It. Uh, I, I know they do the cool stuff off the top of the cage. I still wish they had the the roof someone else was talking about that i saw online they're going wish the roof was uh was still around what are you what are you doing here uh, uh um you know but then you can't yeah you couldn't do the eo sky in a garbage can you couldn't do you know some of the stuff you know the two people climbing up and you know uh or charlotte yeah, but then you, have sid, you could have sid powerbomb uh, Brian Pillman prematurely on the back of his head because he couldn't get him up all the way because of the cage. Yeah, or he ra- his head ra- rolls against the you know three or four sections of cage before it hits the ground. You know, there it was it was a lot of fun and it was good pay per view. But we got a lot of returns and Randy, uh, yeah, Randy Orton just didn't disappoint. Shows up last night. Uh, he shows up last night and signs with SmackDown at the end of the show. Of course, then immediately RKO's his boss. Uh, his new boss, uh, you know, and and then uh, you know, of course, Paul Heyman's laughing at him. That's what you get, ha <laughs> ha. You know. Well, Nick Aldis had a great tweet afterwards. He just goes, "It really is out of nowhere." <laughs> it was because he had his back to him, pretty much. You know, it's like they probably said, "Okay, Nick, now sp- now walk around in circles for till he gets you." <laughs> okay, you know, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, but you know, I, I like where they're going. It seems like you know they're and and of course WWE touted record number, you know, record gate for the event record amount of people watching and no one's ever watched the survivor series you know and we were complaining a little bit last week because survivor series meant something different when we were younger it meant groups of five wrestlers who uh, didn't had really very little connection amongst each other but russell randomly got grouped together yeah yeah you would have got good guys and bad guys put together sometimes and you know and you know i mean that's what that's how noticeable that is too even my wife said something who doesn't watch anymore she's like wait don't did they not do those matches anymore i'm like <laughs> no <laughs> yeah no that's and i you know but the, maybe that's why drew mcintyre was kind of like on the bad guys team you know so you could mix it up a little bit you know i don't know I, I, you know what i i'm i'm okay with them not having that matches it means we don't have brand supremacy anymore 
I agree. I agree. I agree. Apparently, uh, yeah, I saw that. And did you see the news, like, after that, the next night, Triple H wasn't at Raw because they're, uh, like, signing a deal for Raw some someplace, which they'll probably announce soon where Raw will be going at, in uh, October of next year when the contract is up with USA, which I'm guessing, I don't know. Question about brand supremacy is going to come back then, the, too. The, the interesting talk that Warner Brothers is still in on negotiations is uh, – it's something. Really? With WWE? I heard that the, the two biggest names I heard were Warner Brothers and Amazon. Interesting. Interesting. We're in the front running. I think if Warner Brothers, at least you would get on a cable, you know, you'd get on a cable network. And Amazon, you'd have to have Amazon Prime or whatever, you know? Um, yeah, but Am- as someone Amazon- who does streaming for most of my entertainment, I would love to have a weekly wrestling option on a streaming service like that. I think they've got the the numbers and everything to prove that football's worked. So if you're a draw, you're going to, to bring the eyes. It might not be as viewed, but streaming's taking over TV. uh, Cable television is dying. It, uh, (laughs) it, but we have a listener from Kenya right now. So say hi, Kenya. Uh, um, but we do. Yeah. Uh, I would, uh, I, it would be a big gamble to go to a streaming service off of, uh, uh, you know, a bit shows you the, the, the power of the streaming services over cable. Remember, WWE had their own WWE network at one time, and they were doing pay-per-views on there and everything, you know? Yes, and their, their network ended up being a, you know, a spotlight for everybody on how to do things like that. So they, they were kind of spearheading the what became of, television but the gamble won't be for them because they are going to get paid handsomely to put that show on so i mean football still gets sponsors on their show so they'll still have you know whatever there but they're going to get paid very well to have that show if it's on amazon they're going to get paid very well for it they're not going to care who watches it good let's get it and i think it's and i think it's low risk for amazon too because in in today's day and age it's all about where can we get new content from in, in having a product that's written itself for, you know, 25 plus years, it's, it's, it's a show they don't have to develop and a show they have to rely on, you know, getting recognition and, and yeah, getting an audience. Well, yeah. Kind it's of ready to go. Kind of like the death of the newspaper. Maybe cable is also on its way out too, you know, and then, you know, you have to really look past what cable, because I mean, WWE loves to be, if you can guarantee you're in, in your 200 million homes, possi- the possibility of being in 200 million homes with the cable networks, you know, that, that right there is a big sell for them, but, but it doesn't guarantee anyone's watching, but I'm just saying the, 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 the ability to be able to see it like USA network is everywhere. It's one that's uh, on every network, but if you, you know, you do it on a streaming service, you get exact numbers, you know, basically it's so much easier to actually look at the demographics and everything of that. And you know what? I I think still think it would be a big risk to go directly and and not you know. Into... I, I think they're embracing the idea of streaming services now that Peacock is finally taking off as well. Peacock, the reason they can say every premium live event is the most watched version of that premium live event is because Peacock is in more households than ever right now. No, you're right. You're right. They've Pe- had a very good year. Peacock is awesome. A lot of these streaming services, Paramount's doing fantastic. Disney Plus, a lot of them are are doing. I just wish I didn't have to pay for each and every single one. I know that's a true. That's a problem. It's like you know, 
or you have friends. When I said I wanted my entertainment a la carte and not have to pay for cable, this is not what I had in mind. Yeah, certainly. So, yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, this is exciting because also AEW is renegotiating, and I guess, you know, uh, Warner Brothers uh, is very excited, very happy with what they are doing as well. So, you know, know, we'll see what happens with it. But, you know, remember, NXT used to be on the WWE Network, and that was a 100% streaming service. They, a lot of times they we wouldn't see the numbers, you know how many were. But actually, that was also that was also three years ago, four years ago. At this point, it's a completely different world. True, true. No, you're right. You're right. And and, and but they were. And this is this is not discouraging AEW, but they're pulling eight hundred and nine hundred thousand people a week, and number one in the in the demo. That's where cable is at <laughs> right now. Yeah. Now you brought that up. I did want to mention that WWE the AEW was. Uh, uh, you know, p- p- posting that they actually outdrew SmackDown on FS1 this past week, though there are different days, but the amount of people they did outdraw them because that because SmackDown last week was on FS1 and FS1, you always have a steep drop off because one, the fact that FS1 is always put way deeper in the channel numbers because it's a fairly newer network, so it's like number 400 on Spectrum. You know, and uh, so they, so AEW's Dynamite did outdraw SmackDown last week, which is the first time that uh, a, a Dynamite outdrew any WWE original uh, SmackDown or Raw program since their inception. And they were, you know, I, I, like I said, they're not head to head. So if they were head to head, they that certainly wouldn't have happened. I'm guessing. But, you know, I give them kudos to that. You might as well. I mean, WWE like, likes to spin all their stats all the time. Why not spin them, well, you know? It's, it's a nice win for them after getting beat tenfold the week before with Collision Rampage. Yeah, head to head. Yeah, and that was head to head. And that's what I said. If it was head to head, I don't think they, they'd have anything to talk, talk about. Yeah, you know? it, was, it was an off off day. I mean, it was a throwaway show. It was the, you know, the go-home show for a pay-per-view that, the main matches weren't from SmackDown. The, the women's war games was, but nothing else really was main from SmackDown. True, true. So, but you know, but I was, but they they did make a big deal about it. So, uh, uh, so we will we will see. So, there's a lot of changes that are going to happen in the next year. And by the way, it's December. It's holiday season. It's Christmas season. You know, I'm super, you know, it's like, you know, all we need is the snow and we're all good here. Not, not that, you know, it's, Oh, thanks. Go. It's going to St. Lucia in a week season season. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot you. You got a honeymoon coming up. That's right. Uh, you know, and by the way, I'm going to see Godzilla today. I'm super excited. Sorry. The Godzilla, uh, uh, minus zero there or whatever, minus one. So it's going to be like, uh, a, uh, uh, I'm super psyched for that uh, uh, because it's only in the United States for 10 days or seven days. So, but yeah, uh, uh, which is cool, which I throw on the side as I change my topic a little bit, but uh, we are going to jump. We have all those debuts going on and then we get a news this week uh, that MJF and AEW, the champion uh, has a torn labrum. Is that in his hip? I think uh, danger. Shoulder. Yeah. Sh- labrum, shoulder. I mean, there's labrums. There's a new you shoulder. have several different ones. There's there's hip and uh, oh he shoulder. has he has the cane for his knee right because he has knee problems. Well, he's also got the he's got a hip issue from jumping off uh, through the table or the, the non-existent table onto the floor against uh, 
Jay White, I believe. Yeah, it was, Jay, it was during Jay White match. Yeah. yeah, and if you see it, the table collapsed, and he still went anyways. Yeah, the table. So he put him on the table. The table fell to the ground. And he's like, "Ah, what the hell?" Unfortunately, there's nothing to break your fall when you you know when when the table's already down. So he, uh, uh, yeah. So, but he came out last night on uh, on Rampage had a, had a cane, and uh, uh, you know it kind of looked like you know kind of like the um, kingpins. Uh, cane that he would, he used in uh, Daredevil. I thought maybe it's just to hide maybe the <laughs> fact that he is using it to push around, but he did. Uh, MJF's hurting right now, and he's he's still going to take that match against Samoa Joe December thirtieth uh, for AEW uh, on their next pay per view. And so, uh, torn labrum is something depending on where it is is like a two month kind of recovery. They go uh, at, if it's a shoulder, it's a four month. Is it okay? So yeah, at least. So that's a shame because it's like, I, w- I wonder, I didn't hear anything about surgery right now. They're trying stem cells. I think I heard. However, if you listen to the mating calls of a dolphin while doing uh psychosomatic drugs in a dark house, you can recover in three days. Thanks Aaron Rodgers. Is that it? He's been listening to dolphins. <laughs> uh, that is a hundred percent. Something he said. I think he says those things just to mess with you, mess with people. I also know? don't think he ever fully tore his Achilles either, but there's no okay, way. I, I know we're a wrestling show, but is it bad? I kind of hope he does come back only to just immediately get re-injured. He is coming back. He will be back before the end of the season. Week 16, I heard. No, no. So he put this out the other day. If the Jets are still in it, he will be looking to play. The Jets are already out of it because Buffalo's already out of it with two games over that. Yeah. So, yeah, well, we'll see our Aaron Rodgers. We do our little football diatribe there for a second. By the way, big game this weekend, Philadelphia and the 49ers. Uh, that that ought to be a good one. Uh, one of those we'll teams, avenge you, Buffalo. We'll one, avenge you. One of those, Hopefully you have a little more luck with uh, horse collars. Hockley's. Uh, <laughs> intentional groundings with a receiver standing right next to the ball. But I think that uh, – uh, one of those two teams will probably represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. So I'm just just throwing that out there now. I know that it's not like a stretch or anything, but uh, uh, they're the ones that are playing the best right now. So, uh, so, but yeah. So MJF, uh, you know, if he does have the surgery, what happens? What what what's his future? You know, I mean, does he lose to Joe on the 30th and then maybe disappear? no, he wins and then John Moxley becomes interim champion again, and you know, a couple months from now we'll have a a unification match or something. Then MJF comes out with the red bag and it's got a title belt in it. Calls himself the real world champion. They're gonna redo the lot. They're gonna do the the storyline. They just change the people, like the WWE does, right? You know, like someone yeah. gets hurt, they bring someone else in. I, Danger, you weren't here last week, right? I, I was talking. No. I was talking about was it Mustafa Ali who was supposed to get the push to the WrestleMania and he got yes. hurt, and then Kofi. I don't Kingston. think he would have ended up like Kofi, but yes, Kofi took his spot in the uh, the elimination <laughs> chamber. Yeah, that's he had a concussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Mustafa Ali's only chance was then and then but they replaced him with Kofi and Kofi and then Kofi got destroyed of course by Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. What do you mean only chance? He headed up retribution. His only chance. Who showed up on <laughs> AEW Wednesday. So <laughs> Yeah, they came Hey, by the way, <laughs> since we're since we're throwing things around who who is the devil now that now one man is is submitted? Well, it's not CM Punk. I I I'm I'm hearing now Sammy Guevara. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. It's going to be Jungle Boy. Oh, 
Please no. That also makes no sense to me. <laughs> Please it makes no. no sense, but I I see it happening. Please no. I I was hoping it was going to be a face. The yeah. only the only alternate name I've heard recently that I'd be like, okay, it makes sense, and I wouldn't. It wouldn't be great, but it wouldn't be bad. Would be Wardlow. Well, he definitely came out for a match right after that segment with his hair all tussled like he had been wearing a mask. It's funny if Scott just said the devil is DMD. <laughs> I've heard that too, but it's like, I think it's funny you know, to hear that, but uh, the devil uh, she's, uh, she's chirping a little more too about how she has like, she's done nothing happy with herself. Yeah, yeah. How she's done nothing this past year. She's gotten the least amount of promo time in her career and the, you know, with AEW in the past year. It's like, well, you know, you were hurt a couple times, you know, I believe, you know, much like your, uh, your boyfriend, or husband or whatever he may be, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, I, you know, obviously everyone was hoping that the devil would be, um, an Adam, one of the Adams out there, <laughs> but, uh, it's still going to be, I think they just were not anticipating obviously all of the injuries and they're kind of stuck in this hole now of trying to see how they play it out. Uh, one thing, one piece of news we did get is Sting's final match is going to be March 2nd in Greensboro, South Carolina, uh, AEW, uh, was it again? Which, which pay-per-view is that? Revolution. Again? Revolution. And I know Tony came out after that and said, I kind of wished you'd hang around to all in, you know, which just because it's his last match doesn't mean he's done, you know, with the company. I mean, look at Ric Flair. You don't need to wrestle. You can just come out, you know, with, I, it's funny how Ric Flair is so defensive on his Twitter about him being with Sting and how people are like, you know, just bashing him you know and he's like he's like and he's like i'm gonna quit and he goes you know what is that what you want me to do i can just walk away from this i don't need this you know he was like i'm reading this on his twitter it's like calm down rick flair you know not only are you reading his twitter he's yelling at you because it's in all caps i know he did all caps too it was crazy but i was like but he's like people are like he's like he's like unfortunately rick you should not be reading social media that's probably the first mistake you're making okay Second of all, you know, you, you try you're responding to social media. You're giving into the, the troll. I love when, I love when you see people who aren't used to the stuff, try to get involved in it and then just completely fall down, like responding to every single post and whatever. It's like when, uh, on the office, when, when Andy's reading through the, uh, the trailer for the show on PBS and he's responding to every single comment. Do you see that uh, Rick pro Flair? wrestler not realizing he's being worked is yeah. fantastic. You see Rick Flair is also uh, arguing with Paul Feinbaum, who's a sports reporter, who's like, you know, saying that, you know, the, the biggest support for Jim Harbaugh on the planet is Rick Flair and a guy who was like, you know, 40 years past his prime in pro wrestling. And they've been like trading barbs back. That's all Rick Flair has been doing is fighting on the X. He's been screaming at, you know, and, and screams most of the time. But yeah, it's like, I've, I've never, you know, it's, fu it's funny is because, he, you know, it's a new world and I don't think he fits into it right now. A lot of people don't think he should have ever been signed. A lot of people are complaining mad that Tony Khan ever brought him back. Uh, if he didn't bring him back, how would we know about blue energy? It's true. I know, get to see it every show. It's, you know, I mean, that's, you know, it's up on that big board as the show starts. So one show is being supported by Ruffles and uh, Slim Jim, and the other has Woo Energy. Woo. And, it's, and I thought that when he signed him and he was going to like bring one of his products, it was going to be his pot, you know, the weed company that him and Mike Tyson own, you know. 
Uh, but uh, thank goodness, no. Uh, it's not legal everywhere. <clears throat> but uh, I, it was, you know, it was it was interesting seeing that Sting come out and make that announcement about his last match. They didn't say who it's against still, right? So it's uh, it'll be a big a mystery. Still chances. I'm finally excited to see a big event at the Greensboro Coliseum for AEW. That's right, South Carolina, man. Yeah. Come North on, Carolina. Or North, North Carolina. Carolina. Oh, Greensboro's, I'm sorry, what am I thinking? Columbia, South Carolina. It's down Ten there. minutes that way. All right. And there's a chance, D.C. I'm not saying it not right now, but there's a chance. I would love to. I don't I don't go anywhere got on my vacation. I a spare bedroom. Yeah. I got an air mattress we can put in my office. Several reclining pieces of furniture that would be comfy. Nice, nice. I think... Uh, uh, just desperate to have people come visit. I know, and you know, don't get don't get very many visitors. All us Northerners love the North, but man, we really should understand that it's warmer down south, especially this time of year. Where would you rather be at the beginning of March, Western <laughs> New York or North Carolina? Yeah, MC, I, MC without a doubt. So that's uh, uh, very. So let's let's do some news. I, I mean, we've already talked about like punk and everything i mean there's nothing the, the jury is out on punk right now we don't know where he's going with storylines and stuff but he's been signed he's going to be a good boy he says he's going to be a good boy you know uh he's gonna you know and if he isn't we're not going to hear about it because is good at you know not letting us hear that stuff you know uh but uh, that uh mjf kind of coming you know do you think mjf's going to be able to you know is he maybe after the next pay-per-view that he'll have the surgery and then we'll lose him for a couple months that's why I said he could drop the belt to Joe and then he could take a couple months off and come back and say, I want my rematch. I think it's the perfect opportunity to get the belt off of him. Especially with Adam still hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. Adam Cole still being Get, a- get the title yeah, off he- of him. It, it protects him because he's going into the match at well less than 100%. You know, you'll, you'll, get, a nice, you'll get a nice reaction from the crowd because it'll be, you know, in his hometown and everything and then give him some time. He'll come back hotter than ever and we can kind of pick up where we left off. I think that's a good idea. I, I don't, and I, I don't have a problem with Joe. Joe has been a champ everywhere he's gone. Maybe except WWE though. He was the ECW champ. Wasn't he in EC or in. Yeah, I didn't have ECW then. He was the NXT champ. I'm sorry. NXT champ. He was the NXT champ when he was there. Um, and, uh, and he, uh, I think that, you know, why not? You know, I mean, he's been a ring of honor champ, obvious. Uh, and we got that Ring of Honor pay-per-view coming up in a couple weeks as well. So there's a lot of stuff, uh, you know. We'll see how they write, write themselves out of all the injuries there in NXT. Uh, let's see. Why don't we go through some news? I'll tell you some previews of what's going on this week. This week, uh, there's we've got some news. There's been some babies, and we'll get to that in a minute. Babies born. Uh you say to who? We'll find out. Uh, this, if you're going to watch Collision tonight, this is what you're going to get. Uh, Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson in the Continental Classic Tournament. I kind of am kind of warming up to this tournament. I like how you, you know, they're putting the best against the best. And uh, and you get three points for a win. And, and I think that, um, you know, right now, Eddie Kingston is lost. He lost to, uh, 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 was it on, not Andrade? Who, oh, he lost Brody to King. Bro, Brody King, big Brody King last week. And so he was like kind of moping about it, but then he said, oh, I can't mope about it. Now he gets Brian Danielson tonight. Uh, we get Cla- Claudio Castrodoli versus Brody King, and we get Daniel Garcia versus Andrade El Idolo. 
And then we got three tournament matches tonight, so that's pretty cool. If you like uh, AEW Collision and you want to see, and if you're enjoying this this tournament at all, which it, 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 I guess it's going to get better as it goes on, and I kind of like seeing the best versus the best, and that's what you're getting. And uh, we're also saying we've gotten to a, a stateside G1 style tournament. It is, you know, and I mean, we've already seen surprising losses. We saw, in fact, when we, when we saw Eddie Kingston, he put up his two belts. So, uh, and we kind of talked, discussed that a little bit that the winner of this tournament is going to get three belts, you know, uh, it's going to be, uh, so I think that's pretty cool. You know, you're going to get both Eddie Kingston's, uh, uh, on top of winning the Continental Classic. So uh, I think that is really cool. That's tonight. If you're going to watch Dynamite on Wednesday, you got a whole bunch of matches, including, by the <laughs> way, Adam Copeland dropping the F-bomb on TV. You think that was edited out for the West Coast? Because, man, it edited it right after he More said it. Right after he said it, then it went silent. It's like, dude, you completely missed that. You, you whiffed. You, it was a swing and a miss. And I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. I was in the middle of taping my roller derby show, and I was watching it at the same time. And I'm like, I, I marked out totally in the middle of the roller derby show because uh, he freaking – I couldn't believe he said that. You know, it's like I know that they use that, but usually they're good at bleeping it. This completely missed. So we're going to get Christian Cage versus Adam Copeland for the TNT title. I, maybe we'll see Adam Copeland walking around with a title after this pet this week coming up. We got Tony Storm versus Sky Blue for the women's championship. Stir Swerve Strickland's going to be taking on Mark Briscoe for the Continental Classic Tournament Gold League match. We got John Moxley versus Roosh for the another Gold League match match. Jay White versus Jay Lethal in the, in their Gold League match. So it looks like Gold Leagues are going on Dynamite. Blue Leagues are going on um, on on Collision. And then uh, MJF and Samoa Joe versus the Devil Masks team, whoever that may be. So <laughs> we almost got and it. Bully Ray be and some don't, other member of Aces and Eights. Don't, yeah, don't you think that they would have, like, you know, someone would try to demask him after, like, didn't Joe come in and, like, throw him out or something? You know, he didn't even think about, you know, going to find out who it was. He just came in to save uh, uh, MJF. You know, uh, that That's just my opinion, you know. I think it's going to be Devon Dudley. Devon Dudley. It's and Knox. Brother Devon. Uh, if you're, so next week on Raw, if you're watching Raw, mm-hmm. you're going to get Seth Rollins versus Jay Uso for the World Heavyweights Championship. You're going to get Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes addresses Shinsuke Nakamura after he blew, you know, missed into his face. And on Smite, on SmackDown next week, CM Punk appears, Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. You got Dragon Lee versus Santos Escobar in a first-round match to determine the number one contenders for the U.S. title, of course, because you have to do – Logan Paul came out last night and said, hey, we're going to have a tournament to see who gets to take me on, which means Logan Paul can spend a few weeks away from WWE – doing whatever he wants and then coming back and having a, a number one contender. But it also in the number one contenders tournament, you're going to get Lashley versus Karrion Cross, uh, And that, and it's technically the tribute for the troops show, which is going to be next Friday from Rhode Island, uh, the Amica mutual pavilion. We talked about that. I think last week or the week before that, that they're doing the tribute for the troops again this year. Um, I'll mention again, the Viper is coming to Friday nights. He signed at the end, said daddy's back to Paul Heyman, and he tell, told Paul to tell Roman Reigns that daddy's back. Uh, I don't, I didn't realize they were related, but uh, he, uh, he is. Well, he also said the same thing to Rhea Ripley, so yeah, this is new persona. We're going to get daddy Randy Orton. 
it was more fitting when he said it to to Rhea Ripley, though. I'm loving me some Rhea, man. I can't I can't put her on TV enough. Okay, she's whatever happened to Zai Lee, by the way. She disappeared this week, you know. Uh, she was like thrown into our faces the last couple of weeks, and now I she wasn't anywhere. Well, on she she lost to Becky in a pretty good match, and then lost the NXT Women's Title match, and then just was off this week. Oh, okay. So, uh, um, fine. So, yes, no surprise. CM Punk's back, the best in the world, making a shocking return to the conclusion of WWE Survivor Series. And if you want to go, WWE's got a bunch of videos of people marking out. Yay. I was more excited about R-Truth popping up in the, uh, of course, with because uh, they were doing a commercial with Chelsea Green, Piper uh, Niven, and Alpha Academy enjoying some ruffles when Pretty Deadly. By the way, Pretty Deadly needs to get back. I love that they're back, too, as well. Pretty deadly, uh, you know. I, let alone that they, you know, they're they're a good team, but they also are funny, and I love like I love snotty British people or whatever their whatever their character they're doing is. But uh, a pretty. I de- think we all need to wear the their outfits one day for the show. We can all wear those shirts. Little, the ultra crop, crop tops. tops. Yeah, yeah. So pretty deadly uh, uh, came around when they're all eating the uh, ruffles and called them crisps. <laughs> and it started the whole our truth pops up out of nowhere eating chips claims uh where where he was he says he was there all along which i mentioned earlier you know our truth love our truth um so unfortunately <laughs> you might have heard this yesterday wwe uh uh, uh trimmed its staff by a hundred people of the corporate employees yesterday this comes after uh there was there was a hundred laid off in September, uh, right after the TKO merger. They dropped like about a hundred more last yesterday. Duplicity is that what it is when you have more than one person doing the same job? I think that uh, that's what the the, the yeah redundancy, redundancy with TKO coming in. TKO, you know, and I mean, you know, it's not like they're hurting for money. They're obviously breaking records and everything. So, um, not to uh, to belittle. AEW with all the returns in, in WWE, but uh, we saw Dante Martin is back. Uh, he did wrestle last Saturday on Collision, and uh, he was on this past week as well doing in a trios match. They uh, didn't need to show the injury again. Oh, my God. Like did they three have, times. Yeah, I did not need to see the ankle turn sideways like that. That was gross. And I know they warned you. I mean, yes, they did. They warned you, but they still showed it. And it was like, I don't even remember seeing it the first. I know it came off the table. Is that what broke it when he hit the table? Yeah. The awkward landing after the table collapsed. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised he's back as quickly as, as he is. You know, I mean, that, that usually that's a couple broken bones. He, he in was there. in a dark room listening to dolphins or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Him and Aaron Rodgers. There you go. You know, maybe it was Aaron, it's a Mayawaska or something. Aaron Rodgers was like <laughs> drinking something out of a kettle too, from uh, you know a, a, a ancient Native American burial ground or something. You know, I don't know. There's, you know, eucalyptus leaves. I have no idea. Um, so uh, more news. Uh, he cleansed themselves in the lakes of Minnetonka. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Heal the healing waters. All right. Um, so Dante Martin is back. Yay. Dante Martin, incredible wrestler. Probably will get a singles run someday because he's so good in the ring. But he's got to stop hurting himself. <laughs> it wasn't him either. It was that the way he hit the table coming through. Um, news. Uh, if, you, if Sonny was your favorite WWE diva, Tammy Lynn, you're going to have to wait about 18 years for her to get out of jail. 17 years. She's going to be in prison with, uh, with eight years probation for uh, a, uh, she, she had, 
she she was been incarcerated on multiple occasions, but this one was she pleaded no contest regarding a DUI manslaughter death of 75-year-old Julian Lassiter in March of 2022. She's been sentenced to 17 years in prison with eight years probation, 50 hours community service, and a $10,000 fine. Her driver's license permanently revoked. She has 30 days to appeal the sentence. Sonny. Uh, so you could start writing and having maybe a, a pen pal relationship with Sonny wherever, when we find out where she's put in incarcerated and, but I wonder how much it would cost you a month. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I hope she's not, you know what? She, she needs somebody. So, you know, someone start, you know, sting. Nope. No, she doesn't. She can, she can rot. She can rot. So, well, but you know, everyone's redeemable somehow, you know, maybe. I yeah. don't think she is. She's she's been given multiple chances to prove that, and yeah, this is one of those things that worse. everybody said was going to happen unless she changed her ways, and here we are. Well, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm just a bleeding heart. I apologize, but I think there's a way to save her, and maybe she, like I said, she's not going to be like a hundred when she until she's going to be super old when she gets out. But you know, start writing her. I don't know. Someone will find a way to save her. Um, uh, WWE issued a press release following the pay-per-view of Survivor Series. Viewership was up 44% over the previous record set in 2022. It had 17,138 people in attendance. The event broke the previous Survivor Series gate record in Brooklyn in 2021. And uh, they also put out a release saying that uh, NXT Vengeance Day is going to be February 4th in Clarksville, Tennessee. Another pay-per-view. Um, here's another thing. Some AEW news. QT Marshall. Marshall. Sorry. Yeah, he gets mad if you don't say it that way. Announced that he has resigned from all elite wrestling. With Danger, you have any idea why QT quit? From the sounds, I mean, his I mean, own thing is that they they were going in a different direction. It was more, he saw more going uh, New Japan direction and less, less sports entertainment. So he, you know, wanted out in that. There's also talk that he wanted to be a wrestling star. He still thinks he can be a wrestling star, and he was not going to be a wrestling star in AEW. And I, I he's not going to be one in WWE either. So wherever he's a wrestling star, he's going to have fewer faces, you know, fewer people watching him, anyways. But it's he's sticking to his guns. He had a huge backstage role. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was a VP. He he was a VP, he executive vice president, and he also trained a handful of the people that we know in an in, in AEW, you know, Jade Cargill. In fact, she was, she was, she well, was <laughs> apparently WWE. I've, you've heard the note, the, the message that they felt that she didn't know anything when she showed up there. Right. They did her no favors. Is yeah. What was said. That was said. So, but no, but he did train people. He did train. I mean, uh, there's a lot of people there who, who well, was, there's a lot of people that came out of his, you know, him and Cody owned the yeah. nightmare factory. Maybe he'll get something with NXT or something. You know what? And I mean, sure, you know, if he's resigning, you know, but I will say he's... I think more likely would be Impact or even Mexico where he was just a champion down there. Yeah, now they had all of that money they put aside for Punk for Impact, and now Punk's not going to be going there. Well, apparently they offered to Osprey, too, like more money than they've offered anyone ever. Interesting. Well, now give some to QT and have him come and, like, prove that he should be, a, a, a you know, a main eventer or whatever. But... QT, I will say, is the last AEW guy we had on the show. That <laughs> was when they were in town a couple of years ago. So, uh, but you know, we'll send our best QT, and hopefully, uh, you know, uh, 
hopefully he, uh, he you know, makes his dreams come true. Uh, Speaking of dreams come true, WWE superstar Alexa Bliss and singer Ryan Cabrera have announced the birth of their daughter. Cabrera revealed the news on his personal Instagram account. I know that Alexa wasn't due until December, and it happened last week, so it was close to December. Hopefully, every everything's okay. Speaking of having babies, Sammy Guevara, Guevara and uh, Ty Mello celebrated uh, their birth of their daughter, Luna. She was born this past week as well, and so Sammy Guevara and Ty Mello now have a 8.4 pounds baby girl, Luna Mello Guevara. So congratulations to both Sammy Guevara, Ty Mello, Alexa Bliss, and Ryan Cabrera. Lots of babies being born. <clears throat> lots of time. Uh, so uh, some other news, Mackenzie Mitchell, who was an announcer for NXT, announced on social media that she was released on Friday. She's married to NXT play-by-play guy Vic Joseph, uh, and they've been married since October of last year. She she previously worked for Impact Wrestling uh, as a backstage interviewer uh, with Impact. Yeah, so here's wishing the best to her. Do you remember she was a very pretty girl? So I don't think she'll, she you know she'll be out of work for long, or you know maybe she'll want to have a baby since uh, so many people are popping them out now. You know I don't know. I'm just assuming you know uh, Ronda yeah, Rousey because you can't work and have a baby. Yeah, apparently not. You can't. You you lose money. You know. Uh, so Alexa says, uh, George says Alexa named her Hendrix. Interesting. Uh, so, yeah, and apparently she was, the, the daughter was born on Jimi Hendrix's uh, birthday as well. Wow. That's pretty cool that, you know, I mean, I, I don't think, I think Hendrix is like a classic rock kind of guy and maybe not everybody, you know, gets into Hendrix, but I think that's pretty cool. Cause Ryan Cabrera was like a, you know, like a one step away from the backstreet boys, you know, a couple of years ago, you know? So and I figured, you know, but nevertheless, let's keep moving on. Uh, Ronda Rousey told TMZ that she does not intend to sign a contract with AEW at this time. So, oh darn, yeah. So we saw her last week on the Ring of Honor program a week ago Thursday. She said she wants to be at home with a full time mom. Who knows? Maybe if those ratings spike, that might change. Uh, you know, people's minds on things. They'll have to look at the demographics and everything. We had ratings come out this past week. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, NXT uh, did better this week than the week before. As, and Monday Night Raw also had quite a pop. Maybe that had something to do with Punk being there. I don't know. But they both of them had increased viewership. Uh, and WWE, the last thing, piece of news I got, WWE uh, announced that Roman Reigns is – they have his schedule for when he's going to be at SmackDown events. So I don't know what – is he such a big? He's doing st- a couple house. You know, he's doing house shows. Yeah, but is he such a big star that they have to put? You know, maybe he'll sell more tickets. You're correct. It makes sense. He, December fifteenth, he's going to be at SmackDown in Green Bay, Wisconsin. January fifth, he's going to be at SmackDown in Vancouver, and January nineteenth, SmackDown in Atlanta, Georgia. So, and I think those are house house are live events, not uh, premium live events, but they are live. Those events. are Fridays. Are, are they okay? So they're yeah. not. So there's, but there's. But he's also doing. I think he's doing some house shows over the uh, the holiday break. The ones that they typically draw a very large for. They got some house shows coming up. I think they have one in Los Angeles that's going to do like eleven thousand people or something like that for a house show. Yeah, they're 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 really doing good business right now. It's probably good to, to maybe book more. They just put out a whole list of twenty one more. Uh, 
live events that they're doing all over the country. Of course, no, I, if it was here in Rochester or anywhere in the surroundings, I would have let you know, but there, there wasn't any. So, but <coughs> I mean, I mean, I think they were pretty, were pretty impressed with this last house show they had here in Rochester because they had a good crowd for, uh, you know, it drew larger than the year before. And it was the same day as a premium live event. So people knew that they weren't going to get yeah, all they the were, main stars. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and it still did very, very well. I wish I'd went now, but you know what? I didn't. So, uh, you know, I mean, I'm a bad wrestling host, bad, <laughs> bad, 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 but I had watched the crown jewel earlier that day. So, you know, uh, that's about the, mo- all the news I've got to talk about. Is there anything else I'm missing out on that happened this week? Uh, I mean, it is National Fritters Day. I might have to go to Donuts Delight, get me a fritter. But does it specify? Are we talking like apple fritters? Are we talking like corn fritters? It, yeah, I know. That's I had good. a very good spinach fritter last night. Spinach fritter, yummy. Um, yeah, it was delicious. It could be any fritter, I guess. So it's Fritters Day. So you can, you can use your own fritter. Yeah. You can, uh, so, but, uh, well, I want to thank you guys in the chat room. Thank Brian, long time, bro. We appreciate it. Brian, I, I, it was a, yeah, it was your, uh, uh, West Virginia shirt that I was talking about earlier that I still have and wear on occasion. I'm a little bit smaller than I was when I got it. So it's a little bit looser, but it's a good gym shirt. I'll tell you that. I want to thank everybody in the chat room, George. And of course, Brian, uh, I mentioned a second ago, of course, all our friends, Rennie, David, uh, uh, even our friend from Kenya, uh, who, uh, Scott, Scott's in there, you know, Scott, sorry. Uh, remember when Scott filled in on the air with us every once in a while, we got John Dave, I mentioned David. There's uh, let's see, right. Uh, there's a few bunch of people that have, there's lots of great comments. If you go back and check them out, I try to follow along, but I'm also reading a script at the same time, half the time. So, but uh, uh, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back, I'm pretty sure, next Saturday. I don't have anything in my way. Do you guys anything? I know, Danger, you're going out of town. I will be on a plane. You'll be on a plane? Going? Where are you going? I may be traveling as well. Where are you going, Danger? I'm going to St. Lucia. Why are you going to St. Lucia, Danger? I'm going to St. Lucia uh, for my, my honeymoon uh, next Saturday until the Saturday after. So I will be I will be incommunicado for two, uh, two Saturdays. So uh, I see George is asking us about Von Miller. Should we even <laughs> touch that topic? No. I'm just hoping. Danger, they- if I may, if I may make a recommendation. Yes. the The Rainforest Canopy Tour is very nice there. Okay. We were we were looking at excursions uh, recently, so I will uh, take a look at that one. All right. Well, maybe it'll just be me next week then. Who knows? You know, you never know. It might be maybe the artiste will show up. I've always had a lot of guest hosts come in. You know, I always feel get a feel. I out. mean, if you need it, I'll just be in a car so I I could dial in. That's not anything more than Jay Z does. He he's always in the car. <laughs> yeah, but my car will be moving. <laughs> are you not? You're not driving, are you? Uh, it, it'll depend on what <laughs> shift uh, the the show occurs during. Gotcha. Are you coming up here? Yeah. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Okay. We're going to get out of here, folks. And now we've, you've know all our planning for next week. <laughs> we will see you uh, same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs>